the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. Yeah. 2FM. Now it's that part of the week. He's in the building. He's here with his bulging bag of sporting knowledge. It's Mick McCarthy. How are you, Mick? I'm great, Jenny. Good. Are you all recovered from the Super Bowl? I know that's I kind am, of that was yeah. the height of excitement for you it, last week. It was a late night on Sunday night, yeah. Not the greatest game, not the greatest halftime performance as we were talking about last week. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a New England Patriots fan, so I was pretty happy. So you're a happy man, yeah. happy man. Right. Well, uh, we're gonna start with an Irish story. Tell us about Carlo Man um, Porg Ammons. He is basically owning the FA Cup. He is, yeah. So it's one of the great stories about the FA Cup. The FA Cup much derided these days. He always was the biggest competition up until about like maybe 30, 40 years ago in England. This this like really famous competition but it gets less and less important every year and a lot of the big teams are out of it if you look this year it basically just kind of Man United, Chelsea and City are the only big teams left it loses its luster a little bit all the time but there's always still a great story in it. and Newport County are the story this year so they're a small little Welsh team we're like non-league for years they're in the bottom level of the I league I can't say I've never heard of them but sure exactly, that, wouldn't, yeah. that wouldn't be an indication now for me <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Man well, United look, or Liverpool I'm look, out up until last year I didn't know too much about them either they were just a name that was there but last year in the FA Cup they had a great run they beat Leeds and they went and actually drew with Spurs like one of the best teams in the league and Porik Ammon from Carlo scored their goal they went on and lost the replay and that was great it was, it was the good cup story of last year and now this year they've continued it on again so they beat Leicester who like won the Premier League only a few years ago in the first round Porrick scored in that game as well Carlo Rising is Porrick playing way. for Ireland he is not he's not quite at that level yet but he definitely Jeez, from his I FA think Cup he is form. at that level now <laughs> to be honest yeah, <laughs> from his FA Cup form and then last night they were in a replay against Middlesbrough another big team like near close to the top of, of the championship the second level and not only did they go out and win they won 2-0 they won easily they were playing in like you know it was one of those classic FA Cup nights in the kind of lashing rain and a bad pitch and a you know um, freezing cold but you know it was like the opposite of the normal trope is like the the underdog team that caused the upset were actually the better team and it was great to see and Amon scored again he played absolutely brilliantly one of the best players on the pitch and the reward for this now the great cup story of 2019 is that they will play Moneybags Manchester City in the next round uh, Pep Guardiola's team so that's going to be just such a huge occasion for that region that club for the uh, Carlo person at the centre of Those it all. are the sort of games like that even someone like me would watch just yeah. because it's got that extra added excitement to it which I wouldn't normally be bothered yeah. with. And like I mean they probably don't have much of a chance but although you never know the way things are going at the Listen, moment but, but it's like this that's what these guys play football mm. for they're at that level and now they get to go up against you know Sergio Aguero and uh, David Silva and all that and it's just it like that's the things dreams are made of and it's what still is actually quite nice about the FA Cup that this kind of still gets to happen and it's not a late round of it now like we're into the kind of last that's brilliant well, I just hope so. we see him um, being yeah, on the pitch for the Republic of Ireland at some stage maybe so yeah. I think we could do it uh, we're sticking with soccer because uh, Stephanie Roach she has gone viral again but the reason isn't as great this time tell us a little no. bit about this yeah so back in 2014 people remember Stephanie Roach scored that amazing goal for P Mount United that kind of went viral went around the world was up for world goal of the year the Puskas award and just missed out where she was at the award with Ronaldo and Messi sitting beside them and people will remember Stephanie from that and look she's someone that's had a great career um, and just it stalled a little bit in the last year or so she went to Sunderland big move she had a lot of injuries basically had a kind of a year of injury and then late late last year she moved to Italy to mm -hmm. Florentina um, in Florence the um, Serie A top top league in, in Italy 
and it's been a great move and you're hoping to resurrect her career it's been a little bit of a slow start she's kind of she 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 start she made her debut kind of off the bench back in, in, about a month ago in january and has kind of been playing well and gradually kind of got into the team and she she had rave reviews but she hasn't scored a goal yet she is a striker her job is to score goals pressure's on but so they were playing a game against um Orabica, I think they're called. I honestly, I'm not, I'm not fully aware. Of the it team. looks right to me. It yeah, sounds yeah, right. Yeah. And um, at the weekend, and it was being played in. Talk about a, a muddy rugby pitch that I was talking about beforehand for the for the Newport game. This was this was a swamp basically. And actually, our next story is about a bad pitch as well. It's just but that time of year. I think. Do they keep? To, do they always play on? Like I would have thought they would have moved. Generally, if it's safe, you'll play on. But um, poor old Stephanie, anyway, who hasn't scored yet bursts through, rounds the keeper, does everything you're supposed to do, puts the ball in, goes the wheel away. Unfortunately, the ball just gets stuck in a big plop of mud. Is plop the right expression? I think, for, yeah, no, I think, I, I think you know what I'm talking about. Love a good uh, plop. Yeah, onomatopoeic. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and the ball is cleared, and unfortunately, another Stephanie Roach uh, video is going around the internet uh, Not this one time you want. for less fortunate reasons. But look, the other side of that story is that's coming for her. She's in the team now. Um, she's playing at a really high level there in, in Serie A in Italy. And it's good to see her back on the field because she's just had a rotten look of injuries. And that wasn't her fault. In oh, fairness. absolutely no. not. No, no, Can't just be blamed for that. Yeah, exactly. We're sticking with the uh, quality of pitches. Uh, Parky Cueve, what, what happened last weekend? Oh, my God. So this is, this is one of the most just annoying things possible for like the people of Cork in general and even GEA fans. So Porky Cueve was redeveloped last last year or uh, it was open last year for the first time after being redeveloped and the whole thing that's come out since is that the costs absolutely through the roof. The GEA headquarters in Crow Park have had to basically take over the running of the cost because it had overran so much and it, the whole thing cost a lot of money to do more than they expected, more than mm. they'd budgeted for. And then last week we're playing a double header of games within the Cork footballers and the Kil- and Kildare and between the Cork hurlers and Wexford and basically by the end of it the pitch was just unplayable it was just coming up in chunks it was it, it, it did kind of like I think I saw a meme going around the internet of like it photoshopped on like fo- like a, a field from the ploughing championships with the game of hurling on top what of it you know? and it wasn't too far <laughs> off I have to be honest and but, why is that do they so, know like well yeah. it's surely there's ways of making sure that doesn't happen it doesn't happen like in, in other places like yeah. in the Aviva or anywhere like that so what is it like? no we'll, we'll, we'll probably find out in time but they're gonna it, it's basically because sometimes with new stadiums they the grass hasn't had time to properly root it it wasn't the best last year but mm. now obviously through the winter and everything like that um, and there's look I mean there, there's people theorising and saying that you know this could take a year um, to get right they've had to cancel their next game and move it to a different stadium in Cork um, the hurlers next game against Clare and so how long that lasts I don't know they have know, had gigs on there as well haven't they music gigs like um, yeah. that was where Ed Sheeran was yeah. and down there so I don't know does that well, I suppose they yeah. cover that they put a protective they covering do cover it. It does, it's not great for a pitch but I wouldn't say it's it's that reason That's, we, won't, we now, can't blame like, Ed Sheeran for that no well look I mean we'll, we'll look for a way if we want to yeah but <laughs> Look, th- things aren't great for Cork. They they they've they haven't won a game in in football or hurling in the league so far this year either. So it's just and now this is just gonna it's definitely gonna cost more money to something that was already costing more money and it could even cost them a few games. So we might yeah, need to get Ed Sheeran back just to cover the cost. Of a bit <laughs> exactly. Of this. Yeah. Stay with us there, Mick, because uh, we are going to continue. We have got a few sports stories and a lot of them are centering around animals actually. So you don't want to miss that. Woo! 
Turn them off. The Nikki Byrne Show with Jenny Green. Weekdays from 10. Nick McCarthy is with me and we are talking about the world of sports but uh, we're talking now about the world of basketball and bats uh, explain more now you've immediately got my interest <laughs> yeah bats and basketball yes. what, what a brilliant combination so the San Antonio Spurs uh, one of the you know famous franchises of the NBA in America um, seem to have a bat problem in their building a few years ago um, one of their star players um, at the time Manu Ginobili from Argentina one of the all time legends actually caught a bat that infiltrated into a game and <laughs> it was it, an amazing moment like you know to see one of these like superstar NBA players actually going catching a bat and bringing it off to the sideline and somebody went and took care of it um, it's kind of there. brave because I have to say I don't dislike bats but I'd yeah. be afraid now to get to it I wouldn't pick one up I'd be likewise yeah, yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near it but I don't want it harmed either exactly. if that's, yeah. man after my own heart Mick. so they're playing um, at the weekend against uh, the Pelicans I think and um what happens is the bats come in again. They stop the game. It's early in the game. There's bats flying around the place. And yeah, like, I mean, what's going on? There's a few, a couple of the big, big, uh, big hard basketball players from the other team kind of run away. So like, I don't you want would, any If a load of bats came at you, I mean, you would run. But we actually, we have a clip here yeah. if anyone missed it. And the bats have returned. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> that was only predictable. Rudy Gay went running down to Zach Zarba and said, help me. As <laughs> Here comes the Coyote. The He's ready this time. He's ready to not get him. Oh. <laughs> I'm just picturing all these big burly men and um, yeah. and running terrified, scared from a lot of bats, which anybody would. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Was. And to explain what happened there, <laughs> this is brilliant, right? So I don't know why he had the Batman costume, but the Coyote is the mascot of the, um, of the Spurs. Mm-hmm. And, you know... <laughs> So the bats, as as the commentator mentioned, there had returned. So they'd been out early in the game. They, <laughs> they got away. Back. They thought they got rid of them. It's about twenty minutes later, and the bats are back again. The game stops again. And what happened there is they're talking about, oh, the bats are back. What's going on? Oh, here comes the coyote. And this time he's dressed as Batman. <laughs> he's got he's got a Batman Mama. costume on, which he must, I don't know. Like I mean, they might have had ready from the last time there was bats in. I don't know. And he's got a net. <laughs> Like an old school cartoon kind of style net. And he runs around the court at 100 miles an hour. Again, just imagine he's wearing this big oh, mascot costume. I have slips, to watch this. Slips on the floor, misses it, goes a second time and gets the bat. And you're thinking, oh God, is he hurting him? But a, a guy is there with a towel to come and actually get it. And everything does look safe for the bat, thankfully. But they got a massive, massive cheer. The whole crowd are cheering for the Coyote. They're cheering for uh, Ginobili, who I mentioned earlier, who's <laughs> now retired, you know, to come back and save them from the bats. The bats. And like, this is way more interesting than basketball. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you, you, They've got, there's 82 oh. games a year, so which means there's 41 home games this a year. This is the one everyone's talking about. You're going night about. in, night out. It's a long old season. You're going to remember bat night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and a final one. We're just out of time, but I don't want to not mention um, the uh, the little puppy story from a marathon runner in Thailand. Uh, is it Kemjira Klongsanun? That's exactly what I was going to say. Is I was okay? I'm struggling yes! with it. I Get could be wrong. But if we're wrong, we're wrong Who's together, gonna, Jenny. If any Thai listeners are listening at the moment, I'm sorry if I got that wrong. But tell us anyway <laughs> so about this runner. Running a marathon in Thailand, they're in kind of it's it's in Western Thailand, very rural area, and about. Um, uh, seven miles in, uh, this girl notices that there's a puppy stray looking a little bit in distress. She noticed because other runners were running around it. She kind of looked around. There's no houses in the area. There was no thing. She's like, what's going to happen? This this looks 
um, distressed and looks like it's been abandoned. She picked it up, put it under her arm, and ran 19 miles to the rest of the marathon. I'm not able. Waving I at the end. I'm not able for that. Is um, that a, there is a video of that online. There is a video of that online. I need to watch that. I need check to. It. Uh, she, she is now adopted the puppy. Ah, it was stop. two months old. Called her, um, again, I'm going to probably get this name wrong, but Shamba Young, which is the name of the marathon. And that's now the name of the dog, and uh, it has a new owner in Kemjira. So what a lovely I, story! Also, if you're running 26 miles, that's hard enough as it is. If you're running 90, think about carrying, you know, any even something light. You know, after a while, you want to change hands or whatever. It just gets a little bit tiresome. Try running 19 miles with anything under your arm. <laughs> that is a 19 miles. Yeah. I'm trying to 42 think. 42 as well. I'm thinking here to where and, and carrying a, a, <laughs> carrying a dog. So it is on. I want to watch that straight away. That, that is, is there, yeah. That is. A, you've got me, Mick. You've got me. Puppy. A lovely, lovely story. Um, and thank you, and a happy one for us to finish on. And when I do find said video, I will be sure to tweet it online so everybody else can enjoy it as well. Uh, Mick McCarthy, thank you as always. Thank you. Two, two, S, M, the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green.